The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening. Whenever you decide to listen to this thing, Billy DeVore, and sitting across from me, as always, is... Hey, what's up? It is I, Lee Michael Kimbrell. Nasty Boys and Girls, hello. Hello! <laughs> How are you? How are you doing out there, nasty boys and girls across the whole wide world? They're fine. I mean, yeah, I mean, as long you're alive. Yeah, you're upright. You're alive. The pandemic's over. Uh, <laughs> That's a plus. Gas is going down. Sure. Uh, we don't live in Ukraine. That's good. Just listing things to that, be thankful for. Sure. And uh, you could tell I'm, you know, I'm, I don't have any real... Allegiance at the moment. I'm wearing a Rocky shirt and a Nationals hat. Yeah, goddamn. Because I'm just trying to fit in with all the the bad kids. You're just like, hi, baseball. Hey, yeah, baseball. yeah, yeah. Exactly. You just want to support last place teams. That's what I'm here for. Go Nats. Go Rockies. Go Reds. <laughs> all of the cellar dwellers. That's hilarious. I did not even put whose jersey is that. It's just a blank. It's just a Rocky shirt. Yeah, this looks like a Rockies like general, you know. Yeah, looks, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm serving in the Rocks Nation. Yeah, you dude. got your you got your stars and bars. Uh, Puberto got it for me when he went to D Town College. Oh, there you go, D Town College. Shout out Troy Baxley. The Baxt, he's Baxt. Yeah, man. I mean, for real. Uh, uh, hello. <laughs> hey. Thanks for tuning in again. Uh, my favorite. I'm just thinking about seven days ago, we were so charged. We were thrilled. We were happy to be... We were like, man, can't wait to get into the studio, which one, it exists. Well, I mean, we were two and two against the Braves, and we were, you know, world full of hope. Tomorrow was, you know, opening day was a fun one. We can talk about the opening day experiences, but I mean... Yeah? Oh. I mean, since we've recorded last, 0-6. Yeah. Yeah, and, and an incident happened that would make that... Be a thing, but there was a good thing that came from opening day that yes. was off the field. Nobody was hit by a car in your group. No, that's a, yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. yeah, pasty PB. We all made it. Put a hurting on themselves. We all did. Yeah, and it was. Uh, well, you broke your streak. You were I like a month, sh- month plus booze free. Yeah, shout out me. Month plus, but then uh, now after that, I'm like immediately back on. Oh yeah, off of it. Drinking harder than ever now. And I'm like, nope, I'm done now. Motherfucker, we got 155 games left. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I think it's just going to be a testament to my personality, just yeah. being like, uh, nah, you know what? It went that bad. Can't it, get, it can't get worse. It can get worse with a three day hangover. Oh it yeah, can. there you go. It can, and so I'm like, how many? Back uh, on the how how many? Booze, just booze. like servings, right? Like if you sure. go to the doctor and they say how many drinks, they mean like whatever one drink is, like a shot or a glass sure. of wine or one beer. How many did you imbibe last Tuesday for a twelve hour shift? Yeah, because it was a long one. Fuck. I mean, uncountable. Look, twenty five plus. A government serving size says that this has tw- is 12 peanut M&Ms. No one just eats 12 of these. Yeah. 
a, a serving size of peanut M Ms is twelve. That's it's more 12. than a fucking regular size bag. Yeah. So if we were gonna go about that and kind of that kind of size and. Sh- 60 60 drinks 60. If you're going by like A drink is an ounce Of liquor I think I or... drank a, a, a 16th of my body weight Yes Well you have to It's opening day Yeah And why remember that game uh, Yeah no shit But well, it was There were some fun moments There were fun There was a fun moment That was off the field Bought uh, the first fan of the pot a drink Oh, did you? Come yeah. on, dude. That's amazing. And it was Jordy. Shout, oh, fucking Jordy. <laughs> <laughs> he came up, hey, man, can I cash it in? Shout out, Jordy. Can I cash it in? That's amazing, Jordy. We love you, Yeah, dude. we love you. And I was like, yeah. And I got the video. I got to post it. I was so goddamn drunk. What? I was chain gang Billy drunk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ch- when the chain gets put on, it's like, we'll see ya. What are you guys... Uh, What's your and Jordy's biker crew name? The Lily Pad Boys. The Lily Pad Boys. The Lily That's Pad right. Boys. The Lily Pad Boys. Well, Jordy, shout out to him. He's the best. Absolute king. So I bought him a big old tall Oberon, and it was a, a hoot nanny of a time. A goddamn hoot nanny. Hoot nanny. There were some fun moments in that game. Yeah, like I met my dad in the stands. Oh, that's Just huge. a guy in his mid fifties with a mustache like mine. Yeah, that's fun. He was taking up my armrest. Oh wait, not literally your not dad. Not my dad. A guy I kept calling dad. He didn't like it, but yeah. I kept doing it. Dad. Dad. He was like, "What?" And I'm like, "Look, mustache." And he was like, "Oh, okay." And then I put my arm around him during the seventh inning stretch. And he elbowed me in the ribs. Oh, really? Just went clack clack. Imagine was, hating fun that much. Yeah. <laughs> It's so crazy. You know what's crazy is that he was elbowing me in the ribs, and I found out what he does for a living. Works in dialysis. I'm like, you're going to try and bruise my kidneys? You, yeah, he fucker? was hitting you right where he thought he needed to hit you. Yeah, what an asshole. Damn. But we got a selfie together by the end of it, because I'm charming, yeah, they, and I made it work. Yeah, for sure, man. My opening day was fun. I had plans to get downtown, and then... Uh, Slept in, had to help my lady around the house uh, with some shit. Yeah. More, by the way, shout out Mo, got a job. Hey, got congrats. hired, got a good job, very proud of her. So we were just like tying up some loose ends around the house, and then I ended up... You tied up a huge loose end. The, you named the cat. Oh, yeah, the pepper. Pepper, pepper. It was Pico was a placeholder. Pico Pepper kind of... Uh, it's a toss-up. It's kind of, uh, you know, right there, but we were just sitting around and Morgan was talking about it and, uh, and I just threw out pepper Yeah, and she just kind of got this look in her eyes and was like, that's it. So fuck yeah, baby. You know what I you named know. Chickpea and I named Pepper. If you have a, uh, a beautiful, cute little cat, give me a holler. I'll find a good name. Just give me a month <laughs> with it. And give me a, it's got to be a lagoon. Yeah, 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 exactly. Or it needs to be some, <laughs> lagoon is such a great pull. <laughs> Yeah, or whatever. A, a pepper is just a, a vegetable. Vegetable, yeah. A but a chickpea veggie. is a legume, right? I would. I it's would like assume. a bean. I would say so. Yeah, for a garbanzo bean. Yes. Yes, it's a legume. There, there you go. go. Um, <coughs> but I made my way to Mount Adams, and oh. it was kind of per. You know, Monk's Cafe. Yeah, Monk's is great. Monk's Cove, rather. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very dog friendly. And mm-hmm. Kyle Jeffers wanted to bring his dog, and Jack Snodgrass yeah. wanted to bring his dog. So. At, like, first pitch, I was at Monk's Cove with Jeffers and Snodgrass and their two dogs and the bartender, and that's it. That's perfect. Empty fucking bar. It, the, the group uh, ended up growing a little bit. We moved it out to the patio, but, like, 
man, it was it was killer. There's there is a huge part of me that is like you know drawn towards that parade atmosphere where it's just a, a shoulder to shoulder, and it's like I definitely love that, but mm-hmm. might have had something to do with the edibles I ate in the morning. But <laughs> man, I really I enjoyed I enjoyed Mount Adams. The kind of yeah, it was fun. We got to watch the game. We well, we heard the helicopters. Mm. You know the flyover. Yeah. We heard that, like, we got to see those before they made it to the stadium. And Good by fun. the way, every time I see that little girl sing, what what's her name? She's, like, blind and with the hands. Oh. You know who I'm talking about? No clue who you're who, talking about. Home opener, she sang the national anthem, and I'm pretty sure she's done it for us before. I feel like a dickhead for not remembering her name, but, like... You know, she ain't quite right. She's got some... She's got some things. She's got some things. She's like blind. And Susan Boyle. Not Susan Boyle. <laughs> I wonder if she's alive. Susan Boyle is... Has anyone popped her yet? Because Boyle... Yeah, okay, there you sorry. go. Anybody, hey. lan- anybody lanced that yet? <laughs> but God damn it. Hold the on, little girl sing Red's opening home opening day uh, singer because, I mean, it it's like my joke. Seeing a, like a, it, seeing a handicapped person crush karaoke susan boyle alive susan boyle alive there you go who would i i mean i guess i would have heard that if susan boyle had died yeah but shout out to the girl who sang the national anthem that was fucking incredible i don't uh did uh oh i was in get i think i was in the restroom when it happened so okay there you go yeah i had to knee while i was at the urinal you were on 15 (laughs) you were on the 15th tally right there yeah but broken, completely broken the seal. No, just got. Well, I didn't have that much before. It was more of during and then after. Um, that got me. But here is something crazy. Opening day every year at the ballpark, you get what is called a mystery grab bag. You go to the authentic shop. It's fifty bucks. You get a brown paper bag. You can win a bat. You can win a jersey. You can win a signed ball, signed glove. You just don't know what's in there. That's cool. So you go in, you pull a number out of a tub. And you go get this corresponding bag. And they give it to you. And uh, so I, I waited in line, did it, and then we got to our seats, and I filmed Alicia's reaction. I was like, let's see what happens, you yeah. know? See who we get, get it all genuine on film, open it up. She opens it, and she goes, oh, and turns it and goes, oh. No, Gino or Jesse? Jesse. No. Have some self-awareness. None. Have a little bit of, just some, which self-awareness is something None. to talk about. None. But self-awareness would be great. Hold those for a couple weeks. Just a little bit. That might as well have been a bit where Alicia's holding the bag and she opens it up and then the camera pans out and just sees someone in the front office with their hand in the bag and he's just flipping <laughs> you off. You know? Yeah. You got a yeah. Jesse Winker signed ball on opening yeah. day, yeah. and he and he is in three time zones away. Yeah, just someone, just a hand comes out of the bag and just slaps <laughs> yeah, you. in the slaps face. slaps you in the face and flips you off. It felt bad, and like I'm like, of all days, of all days, we're starting opening day with a reminder of what isn't here. Oh yeah, well I mean I, that was a a very specific, very personal fu that you felt that you received. Sure. On the grander scale, happening 
pretty much at the exact same time as the Jesse Winker signed autograph ball on opening day. Yeah. Or maybe an hour beforehand. It was about an hour and a half, before, two hours before, beforehand, because there's two incidences. It sucks. I'm sorry that we have to talk about it. We got to get it over it. Just get it done and over with. But well, there's one thing, yeah, yeah, two things yeah. we got to get done and over with first. Yes. And, uh, you know, it, 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 you want to be healthy. It would be a real shame if you were an old person and died. Yeah, it would be. Uh, but you should take uh, Athletic Greens. Tons of people take a multivitamin. It's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole-sourced foods, superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens to start your day right. The special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle-friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, or artificial anything. It costs less than $3 a day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutritional, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your per- first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com backslash sports drink. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance because look, I'm doing it. Good. <laughs> Billy's on Athletic Greens. I'm totally doing it. Never felt better, baby. Yeah, then the other one. Oh, yeah, the other one is ColorCast. You know about ColorCast. ColorCast! Some people have tried before and failed, but ColorCast is going to succeed. It is a live, you guessed it, audio-only sports talk platform, baby. It's free to download and use. It's cool. It's a perfect place to like have sports debates or kind of get together and cry together, get together and be hyped together, uh, watch a game. Yeah. You can listen to people like yourself as athletic insiders, athletes themselves. Uh, it's a pretty cool thing. All you need to go is download the ColorCast app. It's in the iOS app store. Uh, go ahead and make a profile. You pretty much just link it to your Twitter. Everybody has a Twitter. Link it to that Twitter. Follow us at the new Nasty Boys on ColorCast. You know that we're going to do it because we stay be doing that. And, uh, you know, ColorCast, come with your spiciest takes. Yeah, and this is brought to you by Sports Drink, where a mix of sports and not sports Sports drink. If you want to follow it on the internet, it is a sports drink without the vowels. Yes, at sports drink and um, close the door out from behind. Close the door behind you because we're trying not to let the funk out. You can't let that funk out, baby. Close and that door. Congrats to Andrew Stevens Pelicans for making it to the playoffs. With, oh yeah, cool. Without that, uh, without uh, Zion Williamson. Yeah. Couldn't even remember his name. He's so fat and out of yeah. shape and out of the league at this point. So let's get into it. Uh, fuck. Fuck Castellini. I mean Phil, Phil Castellini. Phil. Hey, no, it was it was just it's those bad. two Fs. It was the two the. F. It's bad. I couldn't believe it when I heard it. It's bad, dude. It broke right before the game. Right before. You good? You got a headache? You got a yeah, brain freeze? Yeah, I have a massive you're headache. Just, you're just hurting. I'm hurting. Okay, Phil. How? Look. I mean, how? How? That's how? what I mean. You go on, and I get. Okay. Phil goes on, to, goes to the Holy Grail, you know, has the morning show, and then, you know, he honestly, appropriately asks Mo's questions, and he laughs and says, well, what else are you going to do? Where else are you going to go? Where else are you going to go? Where are you going to do? We're, you know, we're a small market team who, you know. No, we're not. 
Right. We're a small market team, and you know we're we're trying to do the best we can with 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 the profits that we have, and you know the show to whatever he said how he worded it by saying. You know, for it to be, for us to be more profitable, it'd be best if we just move the team. So you want to say sell the team? Well, you know, think about what you're asking for. Whoa, 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 whoa! I get that you're firing from the hip here, bud. But yeah, now more than ever, just give us a bullshit, boring Castellini answer that doesn't yeah. mean anything. Correct. That's what we needed. No, we did. We That's did. what we've been fed. Right, the whole time. Is we have been fed. No one needed a dose of reality. We know what it is. Yeah, we. I now it makes like makes me makes me feel great about what Crawl said about just nothing and being like we're focusing on young arms and the talent that we have. Crawl knows how to go out and say nothing, nothing respectfully. Yes, very good at. You it. know what I'm saying? Because he's he has to say nothing. Yeah. If he you can't just come out and just be like, well, here's how the sausage is made. This is what we're doing. He has to say the things that, to the average fan, just makes their head fucking explode because they're like, well, no, uh. Right. You know, sure. Dig a little bit deeper and you can at least be semi-excited is too strong of a word, yeah. but you can see what they're doing. But Cas- yes. Castellini's comments, man, Phil Castellini's comments, like, they're bad enough that... Uh, Obviously, it would never happen, but in a world where the league and the commissioner yeah. gave a fuck, it's it's like finable. It's like punishable. Yeah. The league has bought a team before and moved it. Yeah. Like... like the Expos? Expos. Yeah. Mariners. Yeah. Uh, Brewers. Yeah. Like, the, the, Mariner, the Seattle Pilots moved to Milwaukee, so... Just wouldn't make any sense So here's move. my thing. You legally you can't. You have a lease with Hamilton County through yeah. 2037. Right. Like you you want to break a lease, it's gonna be really expensive. And then how are you gonna dole that money and lost time back out to folks? Right. What else are you gonna do? I mean, there's uh, uh, Alicia said it perfectly. She's like, Man, they're bad. We get to have our summer back. <laughs> I'm like, that's one way to put it. Yeah, sure. What what else are you gonna do? Dude, there is in a world where there is endless entertainment possibilities, the worst thing you can say is, what else are you going to do? Because the answer could be anything. anything. You could be like, I'm not going to leave my house and watch five seasons of TV in a week. Yeah. Here's the other thing I can do. I can get MLB.TV for a hundred for 250 bucks uh, uh, for the year. Yeah. Which is, you know, if you're buying nice ticket, nice-ish tickets, that's two tickets to one Reds game on the third baseline yeah. or first baseline. Um, and like two beers to watch every out of market game. Yeah. Every single one. I can spend 35 bucks for the year to watch every minor league baseball game. Yeah. But I mean, see, that's the scary thing is because if you did like that answer right there. Yeah. You're talking about 3% of the population. Yeah. Two, 3% of baseball fans who identify as, yeah, I'm a baseball Mm -hmm. fan. They have no interest in, I have no interest in sitting down and watching just to, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, for sure. I'll do it if it's on. You, yeah. if you got Otani starting, uh, you know, I'll fucking watch yeah. that game. But well, like, not everyone's me where I sat on my couch and I flipped through seven baseball games on Saturday. Yeah, and you're the anomaly. Yeah. You are like the 1% of the 1%. Right. People don't give a fuck. And then you come out and you say something like that, man. In, a, in, in this era of people of apathy, mm-hmm. it's so easy and sadly so kind of hip to be like, 
Yeah, well, I don't give a fuck. And now you just embolden them to be like, dude. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe it, man. He, I mean, and you know what? Uh, this comment does not, uh, you know, reflect the thoughts and opinions of everybody on the podcast, but Phil Castellini, suck my dick. <laughs> fuck you. Seriously, yeah. don't talk to. Don't how talk about this? To don't talk to my dad like that. Yeah. Right. Don't talk to my fucking dad like that. He's been a Reds fan for 65 years, man. No shit. Seriously? Fuck you. Yeah. And you're not watching this because you don't even watch Reds baseball, you <laughs> fucking cuck fuck. It's I couldn't I couldn't believe it, man. Not I to do. shame cucks. But like <laughs> not not to shame cucks, man. You yeah. you cuck, cucks are good people. Get cucked out, man. I don't care. You know what cucks? But like, I you just, don't, you ah, it was it was infuriating. That is a shame to cucks because you know what cucks do? They care so much that they watch someone yeah. else get fucked. It doesn't make sense. No, Castellini is the opposite of a cuck. He is so selfish. But he could hole. never get cucked. No, he's the reverse. Yes, he's like I'm gonna go fuck. You wanna watch, um, dude? For real, I it it kind of just blew me away. If anything, if I can just if I'll if I'll take two steps back and be like, hey man, at least thank you yeah. for just whatever, putting lipstick on before you fuck me. <laughs> it's that. like it's it, you know, it's just like yeah. the it's like the double edged sword. Yeah. We knew that that's how he thought. Yes. And I would be filled with rage to see him go up there opening day with sunglasses on and a big fucking orthodontal smile and, and say all the right things. I'd still be salty. You would. But I wouldn't be talking about it a week later. No. No. Not the... It'd the be national, annoying. It, it is not... The national media wouldn't be talking about it a week later. Dude, it's on baseball tonight. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, they... The owners yeah. in the NBA were like... Yeah. What are you Did you doing? hear what fucking Castellini in Cincinnati said? Bro, it was... He's a hero amongst billionaire fucking owners. Yeah, taking the fall. We can't be this Look bad. Look at him fucking taking yeah. that whole city down a peg. I yeah. mean, I... I just got worked up. It, it's everything it. that's wrong in the world. I agree with you. It's a guy who was born into a rich family talking down to everyone. I get it. Yeah, I oh agree. Oh my God, I could fucking crack all the teeth out of my head. Right. Makes me so mad. Now I'd like to, I, you know, you get, you get to be the emotional guy mm-hmm. and fire that out. I'm going to be your numbers guy real quick. Okay. There are 82 home games in a year. Okay. Right. Let's do that. Let's say low number. 10,000 people show up for one game, which is bad. Which is... A fourth of the way full. A quarter. Okay? Yeah. Let's say that those 10,000 people who show up spend... $100. Okay? Let's do that. So that's 100 grand. Yeah. 100 grand. Times that by 82. It's 8.2 million. If oh wait, I did my math wrong. Hold on, sorry, I did my math way wrong. Hold on, ten thousand times uh, one hundred equals yeah times eighty two. Bam, that's eighty two million dollars. And that is if you are that's almost the entire payroll. But that's like if that's if you're like general. second in attendance in the whole league. If you get ten thousand people to a game, I mean, what is that? I mean, that's like second to last. I mean, like, second to last. Yeah. Like that's nothing. Nothing. Second to last, dude. I've been to games when we're a seventy-win team in September, where there's thirteen thousand people. Forty, or, or, yeah, twenty. Twenty-five. 000. Twenty-five. Like enough where you're looking around and it's kind of glaring because there's five, six sections in a row in the sure. upper deck that are empty. Yeah. But you're like, 
There are people here. There were 38,000 at the game for opening day, okay? By the way. Which they all spent, I'm going to assume, $250 each. That's nine, $9.5 million. That is, and that's on the low end, because I know how much I spent. One game, that's what Tommy Pham makes this year, plus $2 million. Of course, you're, uh, you're sir, you, everything, I get that. You, yeah, you, get, 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 yeah, get, yeah, get, yeah, 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 a somewhat ballpark idea. I mean, dude, if they sell out a game, you're talking about a $30 million day. Imagine if you did that. That's the entire year if you kept up those numbers. Yeah, you almost make a bill. Right. You almost make $1 billion. That's my thing, man. There is money to be made. There is money to be made because this is a fan base that was ravenous and ready for a winner. Even when we were in that chase... But for like two months where we were really good without any type of bullpen help, yeah. with just scraping dudes off the pile and getting along and, you know. Scoring enough runs to win. Right. And like having fans in the ballpark. They came out. They showed out. People were there. People were there. They had to have made money. So to say that it is not a profitable venture is obscene. And it is disgusting. And you're t- are you just looking at all of us and saying, well, you all are just too You wouldn't poor. understand. You're too poor. You wouldn't understand. You're too poor. Bro. You're telling me yes, you're dude. telling me you're gonna take your kid you're gonna get you you you're gonna take your kids down there to help line that guy's blazer? That's ins- that's absurd. Yeah, honestly. No, it's it's so crazy it's abs- that it's- he went out there after his fan you know. To shoot yourself in the foot after not even having any, having any feet anymore. <laughs> yeah. You've shot yourself in the foot so much that now you are in a wheelchair. You're missing ankles. And you go out there and shoot your phantom foot. <laughs> it's baseball. Twice. It's baseball as a whole. Granted, they got it together and gave us a 162 game season. Thank God. They got it. They figured out money. Yes. But exactly. It's baseball as a whole. This Castellini thing is a microcosm of what was going on at the fucking owners' meetings when we w- didn't have a season. Right. A couple months ago, they—that's how they—that's what they think about us. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and it's just this this white hot magnifying glass catching the sun beam where it's like every American feels like that now. Yep. In the last two and a half years, I mean, if you want to like really zoom out, that's how we've been spoken to by our government since. 2017 forever but now i mean with the trump administration and then covid and now the biden administration in this new age of like just transparency like where everyone knows we're getting fucked right but the powers that be don't care you know because they're gonna do what they want exactly they're gonna do what they want and it's like and we're kind of just i say we i think i'm speaking for most americans so over it yeah, no. That Castellini thing had me ready to delete the Reds app off my phone. Sure. I mean, why, 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 as a casual fan, what you hear about the Reds is, oh, they're selling off my favorite players, or they're selling off players that people liked. They haven't won a playoff series since 1995, and now they're saying that you can't, you don't get it. Like you, oh, you're not giving us enough money. This market isn't good enough. This market isn't good enough is obscene. It's the same kind of thing that like, who even says that? To, like, who just? It's kind of unprecedented. Yeah, and which is it would honestly, be, I'm impressed by that. Yeah, I'm impressed right? alone that enough to be put on the map was the. I mean, 
Who honestly looks at a CE, COO of a sports team and says, holy shit, they said something? That's impressive that you found a way to figure you that never, out. It's like the long snapper. You right. don't know who they are until they fuck up. Right. And like... That's so true. I mean, it's like... It, the word unprecedented has just been beaten into the ground. Mm-hmm. But it is unprecedented. Yeah. It, it Jim Irsay... I'm trying to think of like... I mean, Jim Irsay's a clown, yeah, but he's yeah, hilarious. Yes. But you know what he does? One, He's won championships. He gives a fuck and he puts money into the team. He gives too much of a fuck. He gives so much of a fuck he's that he gets close. a DUI after going and drinking with all of his f- all of his fans. And you know what else he does? He also just is in the locker room all he's the time. He's right there. He really enjoys it. Micromanaging. That's weird. The Castellinis treat the Reds like they franchised a Chick-fil-A. It's not that bad. It's not as bad as the Pirates, where the owner of the Pirates uses the Pirates as a personal ATM. Oh, sure. Yes. It's not yeah, as it's not bad that as bad. Oakland, where it's just like completely bottoming out, not spending any money every year and being terrible. Yeah. And they're not terrible every year. They have Billy Bean, who is a, the bean figures count, it out. The bean counter yeah. and gets it going again. It's not as bad as Miami, where they're like, we need you to pay for the stadium, and we're also going to fucking suck for a long time. It's it's not as bad as, I mean, fuck. Now I'm trying to just even pull even from... I mean, now you're just pulling, streets. because the teams that you used to be able to say, you can't say anymore. No. And Mo said this today on the when I was on my way back. It's not um, as bad as the Diamondbacks. But the no. Diamondbacks they spend front money. office, they spend money and they don't. What a bar! What a bar! They're not. Uh, they're not afraid of the Dodgers or they're not afraid of the Padres. They go and they spend money, but right now they aren't doing as great. But they are developing a farm system that's going to be very good. Yeah, sure. They paid Marte, and he'll be there for six years. Oh and my God! They kept someone. Yeah, imagine. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know, man. Hey, if, it, if you have any solace in the situation, uh, Jesse is hitting 181, and Gino's hitting one something has only hit one home run. So, Dude, hey, we clearly won that one. I'm so far past. I, I'm hyped on that trade now. <laughs> you know, yeah. I love I love both of those dudes uh, as dudes and as players to a certain extent. But like, that's a good. That was a good trade. That was a fine. That was a fine trade. It, I agree with you. But I, now I'm over that. I, it, it's it, just here's the thing that I have. It's so there, bad. I'm on the other side. I'm never gonna scream hashtag sell the team, Bob. I'm never gonna do that. I am gonna ask you to be better. If you're going to try and not tank and spend money, don't say it's because of your fan base. Yeah. What I am gonna say is be better and say look. Here is what we're going through right now. We are recovering from a 2020 season where we went all the way in, and we got so far behind that we can't. We can't, we feel like we are in a spot that we can't field a team to win a championship. We feel like we could field a team that would be good, but that does not expect reach our standards of wanting to be great. You could have just said that, yeah, and said we're trying again. Well, then but it's, guess yeah. what? They didn't. Instead, they said, fuck you. Yeah. Your money doesn't play here. And also, and I know it's just semantics, and it's just the word that you use right there, but like, they never tried to be great because great takes chances. They tried to be good. They, they took chances. They wanted, they wanted us to be 
good. I want you to also think about this. They have taken chances. That, that I feel like that's unfair. 2019, they took chances. Flops. They took a chance. Yeah. Okay. They yeah, took, and they made the wrong call. I, uh, and they, they, right, yeah. but they took a chance. 2020, they went out, they took a chance, and they signed Wade Miley. They signed Nick Castellanos. And Moose. And Moose and Shogo, okay? Which one panned out? One. None of them. Nick. I mean, sure. But then he fucking... Sure. I but mean, then, I'm talking then, today. Yeah, panned out. It panned out for Nick Castellanos. But the problem isn't that they aren't taking chances. They're taking the wrong ones. Yeah, but I'm saying great. Okay. You take a chance, but if you're shooting to be great... You don't, after a hiccup in, let's call a global pandemic, a hiccup. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That is, again, to their credit, out of their hands. But yeah. they didn't care about being great. If you cared about being great, you go back in. They don't care about being great. They want to be profitable. What we talk about is like, put a good team out on the field. That's how you make money. They tried that one time. I, I don't know. I just, I, I can't. It's one of those things where I'll just, it, it really, I guess the reason I'm so passionate about it is it's like, I will never um, trust them again. Like, the cat, they're dead to me. Like, <laughs> seriously, after what Phil said, yeah. I'm out. Like, fan, I'll be there when they start winning. If they start winning, I'm there. But like, as far as like, man, I'm out. I can't care. They he he flipped me off. Yeah, he flipped me off. Yeah, you're dead to me. I, you can't. I can't trust a word that you say. We've given them the benefit of the doubt on this podcast for four fucking years. So shit. I agree. Really defended them, and stepped back on comments that we've made about them with a little clarity, and like stuck our neck out for them. Right. Not that they need it or not that <laughs> yeah. we you know what I'm saying. I though? get what you're saying. It's like we're trying we're we're trying for them. The fan base is trying for them. Right. Uh, it, I, I, I could not believe it. We want what is best for our institution. That's what it's not just a ball club, it's a city since institution. There's a reason yeah. we were the first opening day. First team ever. When that how much can we continue to rest on our laurels of First, yeah, 18, yeah. First Civil War, dude. First 75, 76, 90. Yeah. I mean. Oh, no, that's more pathetic than the Cowboys. (laughs) I mean, truly. It is. Don't talk to me about the 1970s. Yeah. And by the way, 1990, 10 years past vintage. Yeah. 1990s when we were born, dog. Uh, I know. Like, that, I mean, that's pathetic. That's, that's. Yeah, that's pathetic. That's that's Cowboys. That's like fuck. That's the New York Knicks. Yeah, that we're talking. That's laughable level. That's that's a joke. I mean, I we're a joke. Yeah, you you are absolutely right, and it is. Sorry, keep talking. And it's just great. a shame. No, it's just a shame. And uh, I mean, we'll we'll knowing that this cloud is hanging over. This episode, but also it has to be hanging over the team because since those comments and when we were talking about them being scrappy and death by a thousand paper cuts, they've gone oh and six. Zero for six since the last time you and I sat in this room and talked about the Reds. And it is a 180 on our feelings about this team. And it is not about 
who's on the field. It's about who's off the field as well. And that but, is, again, that's just another shitty part of baseball. But we look up once again, and the Reds are, you know, threatening to be, you know, nine games under 500, 11 games into the season. It's right. where we were last year. It was where we were the year before. 2020, you know, I mean, it, 2019, I think we started off like 2-11. and 11. Yeah, it was bad in, in 19. Uh, 17 was the worst. Yeah, it was Yeah, it was so brutal. 17 was brutal. 18 was brutal. And I mean, but, and you put it, it's, we're not saying anything y'all don't know, but like, you get in a hole like this. I mean, it, we we go on fire. I mean, if, so if we go one and two against the Padres and come back home three and ten to play four or three against the Cardinals, we could sweep them and be, you know, well under 500 in last place. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, it, I, sorry about the doom and gloom, guys, but we do a Reds podcast. <laughs> and it's not a lot And of, it's so brutal right now. Yeah, it is rough. It is... Um, trying to think of bright spots. Bright spots? That's easy for me. Kyle Farmer. Kyle Farmer... Um, is actually hitting. You cannot not have him in the lineup. Nope. You can't avoid it now. I there mean, we... No way even no matter Even if Drury stays hot, Kyle Farmer has earned his fucking keep for the Red Legs, man. Yes, he has. No, he goes nowhere, dude. What's, what's he? What's he doing right now? All right. Are you ready? Last seven games... So that's including, you know, so that's the, the last Braves game. Yeah. Going into the entire Dodgers series. Yes. Right? And, Two and against, against the Guardians. The Guardians. Uh, he's batting 318 with a 423 on base percentage, 455 slugging. Uh, he's got two runs scored. He's got seven hits, three ribs, three walks, four strikeouts. You're almost even on strikeouts and walks and a stolen base. This guy and a pretty slick glove wherever you put him. And this guy went from batting when when India went down, from batting ninth to first. Yes, because it's just like, well, we're going to turn the lineup back over and have someone on base for when India goes up to bat for the second time through. Who's going to put the ball in play? Correct. Who's going to do that? And then you—that's how you score some runs. And I know this is so like eye rolly in the in the world of analytics. Not that Farmer is fast. But God damn it, he runs hard. Yeah, that doesn't show up on paper. Hustles. Yeah. Guy busted out of the box. No matter what. No, I just. I Guy's a ball player. Smitten with Kyle Farmer. Guy yeah. is a ball player, dude. Go yeah. dogs. And when. <laughs> yeah, with the dogs. Go dogs. Go dogs. When, when, you have, when you have Barrero come back, there's zero doubt in my mind that Kyle Farmer is your third baseman. Starting third baseman. Sorry, Drury. Oh, no, no, Jury. I mean, I, that that guy is what he's always been and will be as a bench, bench piece. guy. How long has he been in the league? Not long. He got cut by the Mets. He's um, he's been swinging long. a hot stick, but uh, well, was yeah. Well, he had another dinger. Yeah, the which, guy guy gets guy gets the bat to the ball. Brandon Drury. Yeah, that's right. He is like uh, bup, 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 bup. here we go. Brandon Drury was in Arizona from 20, from 15, played 20 games. He was there 16, Jesus, 2010. I didn't realize 18. he's been in the league that long. Yeah, he's like, uh, he was born in 92, so he is... He's 29, 30 years old, man. because his birthday's in November. He, same age as my brother. Yeah. 
I mean, in in like I think if we brought this up last year in fifty one games for the Mets, um, two seventy four, three oh seven, four seventy six, uh, OPS plus of one twelve. Fine stick. Fine. Fine stick. So no, he is what exactly what we signed him up to be, which is a bench piece that can come in and is versatile. He's not supposed to be a key cog in your offense. No. No, and he is. He is right now. Yeah, and he is. He is right now. No, Farmer's but hitting farmer's the ball. Been the, farmer's been the bright spot. Um, the other offensive bright spot has been um, Tyler Stevenson. Yeah. Um, of course. God, it's just, it just hurts. Um, the last, well, not the last seven games because, well, last seven games, yeah. He's got five hits and 21 ABs with two dingers, three ribs, four Ks, three walks. That's what we want from him. 360 if, on base. That's yeah. 524 slugging. If he can bat 250 and hit some bombs and get on base and yeah dude his on base it's just gonna keep rising and like he'll be he's he could be real muto with power real muto has yes more power yeah yeah you know what i'm saying yeah no he for sure has that because if you're a catcher and you bat 280 on a year you might as well be batting 375 (laughs) no shit you know because people are just like we we just need you to take you're a backstop yes you're frame pitches I mean, there are starting catchers who bat under 200 and play every other game. Right. Yeah, they don't need that for that. Just, I, I know it's a little out of order, but just as a way so that you guys don't fucking jump off the uh, you know, Roebling Bridge <laughs> in the middle of this pro- uh, uh, podcast. At least it's a beautiful bridge to jump off It of. is gorgeous, and at least it's open. And, <laughs> and historic. You and, can, and you can be on it. Um, but Matt McClain. Do you know how unconscious he is right now? Bro hit for the cycle. He hit for the cycle at Double uh, A Chattanooga yesterday. Mm-hmm. He has eleven hits this season. Yeah, nine of them are extra base hits. He has four doubles, two triples, and three dingers. Yeah, the Reds haven't had a player hit for the cycle since Eric Davis in nineteen eighty nine. He's in, you know, he's down in Tennessee in Chattanooga. It's Double A, but still. But Double A's the were cycle, dude. That's double, where pitchers go. But Double A is where all the talent is. Yes. You don't. You just don't hang around in AAA. Yeah, AAA or lifers. Oh no, that's a, that is that. That literally was just the season. Yeah, right there was just weaning and being like, oh no, falling away. It's over already. Yeah. <laughs> um. But. Hey Rosie, sorry about that. For our listeners, Rosie almost fell behind. You'll see it on a reel. Um. Anyway. Um. Dude, yeah, the guy. So you've got guys in Double A. That, that that's where you're gonna see the best of the best in the minor leagues. I mean, we are in a, such a, it's a pickle make right now, especially with like injuries and stuff. When you take that into account, Oof. I mean, I mean, McLean, Jesus Christ, he keeps up at this pace. You bring him up in September <laughs> for some at bats. You yeah, know, I yeah. mean, it's it's such a wild thing. Do we have a timetable on Barrero? He's supposed to be back it was fairly four to six soon, weeks. right? I haven't heard anything yet. Um, Four to six weeks from opening day, or from, like from like two, two weeks, weeks before. Ago. Okay, yeah. So then he's about he's either so he's like two to four weeks out. Yeah, yeah. which that be boy that boy howdy the injuries have just piled up. Yeah, I mean so opening day India with a hammy, India with a hamstring just running. Sure, and that is no spring training. Correct. That Isn't is something that, that is the fear. fucking fun. Yeah. Owner's side. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But that is just that was our biggest fear of opening day and and or the no spring training and everything is just injuries, which like a hammock you can't fix. Riding a motorcycle, you my motorcycle you can fix. Don't. Oh, that's fixable. Uh, yeah, don't you do don't that. You don't do that. You don't do that, Tatis. You don't do that. You buy a $30,000 VR motorcycle experience <laughs> and you put it in your mansion. Yeah. Put it, put it in the fucking foyer. Yeah, get a three-wheeler or a sidecar that you could sit in. I don't fucking care. Don't. Or just don't. Or just don't. Go to the batting cages. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. You signed a contract for over three hundred million dollars. Yeah, you don't go. You don't gone done do that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you don't get to ride motorcycles, Fernando Tatis. You get to be Fernando Tatis <laughs> yeah, Junior. So um, that one, I mean, that sucked. The collision between Fam and Senzel. That was horrendous. Both. And then when I was sitting there watching it happen, it looked like slow motion. And then Nick was like, "Oh," and I'm like, "Okay, great." And then he gets back up and plays the rest of the game. But Fam exits. Fexits. Fexits. He fexits. He fexited the game. And he came back then two days later. And Which he was is fine, playing. but I mean, it's like... Well, the guy got stabbed. He can bounce back from anything. Yeah, and then, but an inning and a half later in that game, after the fam Sinzel collision, Yeah. and we can use this to bounce off and start talking about the kid, but uh, Aquino out in left field. Sinzel's in center. I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Farmer's going back into left center field, deep into the grass. I got it, I got it, I got it, you know. It, and then Aquino just runs in. It, granted, he caught the ball. But what if he had stepped on Sinzel's foot and he twisted in the turf and he never, you know what I'm saying? It's like, dude, I mean, Aquino has had a couple outfield assists and he's hit a ball a, a long way. Yeah. But he's period hit- paragraph designate for reassignment. <laughs> What was interesting or is you said he hit a ball a long way. Yeah. That's literally been, been it. Literally one ball. He hit one ball a long way. Yeah. In his... Listen to this stat, and I'm sure you've seen it on Twitter, but yeah. this is... Yeah, just say it. 27 plate appearances. 27. 16 strikeouts. D... F.A. Why is he taking up this space in the outfield when you have... Uh, more than capable and someone who showed you that they are ready for the major leagues with TJ Friel. And yet you still have this glimmer of hope out that, that he could ref- that Aristides could do what he did again in 2019. Dude, there's no way you never throw him happen. anything that has a spit of break on he it. Pit f- he pit, he hit 15 home runs in mm. September in that month because no one knew who the fuck he was. Let's have a contest. We should, once he gets DFA'd, uh, we'll find a way to like raise funds. We could start like a GoFundMe or whatever. Uh, we should start a GoFundMe to be to have anyone sign up, throw a wiffle ball curve that can throw a wiffle ball curveball to Aristides, and see if he can hit it. He can. What does he get if he hits it? He doesn't get DFA'd. But if he doesn't hit it, see you later. Sure. There we go. It's, That's a fun way to get people to the ballpark. Yeah, yeah because, a very Hunger Games esque version. Yeah, for real. Of dude, keeping that's your hilarious. job. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Can Aristides Aquino hit this blitz ball? I I'm s- in a Great American Ballpark in two days. And yeah, while you're doing that, you can also try out to be in our bullpen. <laughs> hey, if you can throw bullpen, if you can throw hey. a blitz ball like that. Imagine what he could do with a baseball with no sticky tack. Look, man, I'm not saying bullpen. I haven't given up all hope there. I'm saying. Play third base. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for just, sure. Just a capable third base. I mean, at this point, though, with Aquino, 
because he does have a hose. He should. He's six foot four. He should throw the ball really hard. The guy looks like a drunk gazelle out there. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> I mean, literally. After we ran out yesterday in our infield, we ran out uh, Alejo Lopez, Colin Moran, Brandon Jury, and Garcia. Alesmo Garcia or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, who's um, normally a catcher. If that's what we're doing, then you DFA fucking Aquino. And I mean, at this point, with his range in the outfield, you take, who gives a fuck? I mean, yeah, Friel, put Alejo Lopez in right field. Put anyone in right field who's not a black hole at the dish, and they're a Major League Baseball player. They're, you they'll know, figure it out. They'll figure it the fuck out. Oh, you think Alejo Lopez couldn't play the fucking outfield? That kid is yeah. a baller. That guy could play left, put Naquin in right. And yeah, then you have, you and by the way, Naquin, uh, you know, opening day at home, he tied it up with the dinger. Guy's been I'm hitting still, his... Yeah, Naquin, look, Naquin pull up Naquin's great. numbers. Naquin is a guy who um, still very high on. Love Tyler. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hyped on Tyler. Glad that he's been healthy, but at least Tyler Naquin can hit the ball. Yeah. Oh, his nickname is Billy. How fun is that? Tyler Naquin's nickname is Billy. Yeah. Oh, I bet you because it's he's a hillbilly. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, dude. So in his last seven games, the guy has eight hits and twenty six abs with a homer, five ribs, three walks, seven strikeouts, a stolen base, three oh not three oh eight on uh, average, a three seventy nine on base, five thirty eight slugging. Yeah, th- I mean, dude, that's solid as fuck. He's that's almost, amazing. He's almost three four five in the slash. Like that's solid. It's exactly that's what a, you want. That's a way, well above average. Right. Well above average. But. Who else do you have hitting around him right now? Nobody. Right. You don't, so, and look, man, Tommy Pham is someone that you don't give up on. No, you He's don't a pro. He was only at spring training for a week. The guy is going to figure it out. Yes. You just need to give him another week to adjust to major league hitting instead of just being in a cage or yeah, for simulated sure. stuff. He needs games. He needs games. He but, just needs games. But you know what? And it's like, I, I guess I was like low-key worried about this when we signed him. But then you look around at the rest of our lineup and you're like, yeah, well, he doesn't necessarily have to fill this role. But then you, t- you take into the fact that he, knock on wood, is every day. Right. And then you take into the fact, into account, some of these injuries that we're experiencing. Mm-hmm. Even Son's injury, even when you're running out a healthy India, a healthy Nick, a Joey, and a Stevenson, Tommy Pham has never been a person on his team that has to perform. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. He uh, He's won World Series. He's been on good teams. Great teams. Great teams. And on those great teams, he was the sixth or seventh best player. Seventh or eighth. Sure. We're not asking him. We're not asking him to be better than India. I'm not asking him to be better than Vado, India, Stevenson, Naquin, Moose, if he ever figures it out. Moose. Which is, I'm saying this is the plan. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. On paper. You Barrera, brought him in to farmer. be that sixth, seventh guy, and he, that's what he's supposed to be. Right now, he's in a position where he's like, "I have to, I have to give, he's I have to let Votto f- see some good pitches." Top four most important players on our team right now. <laughs> Fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like fam, especially with him being every day, because the rest of our lineup, minus a couple dudes, not every day. 
uh-uh. or at least not every day in the same spot. No, <laughs> like uh-uh. I mean, Fam is being called on in you know his last, not last, but you know probably second to last big deal, right? One Probably. year, seven and a half. It's with a mutual. Yeah, and he comes out and, you know, maybe he performs. Someone will pay him. He ain't getting a raise next year. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm still high. I love Tommy Pham, but, like, that's what his career is. Sure. He's on the backside of it. I agree. Um, he knows that. It's just such an interesting thing for a very dependable baseball player like Tommy Pham. Yeah. Who's been in the league for going on a decade, which is crazy. Doesn't seem like that. Mm-hmm. Now here, not Twilight, but Twilight's around the corner. Sure, for him to take on a role to be a cog. Yeah, not to say he wasn't a cog in St. Louis, but like or Tampa or you know what I'm saying. But I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's, I get what you're saying. You are you have to have you're trying to have the offense jumpstart through him because one you're missing India at the yes. top who is your spark plug yeah that offense completely changed yes. as soon as that he was clicking at the oh, lead yeah. off okay yeah. you need him to you want Tommy Pham to be two so that then you move those over you move those guys you get on to have in front of Vado yeah I'm picking up what you're putting down and it's not happening yet I think that that will happen the yeah when, when people is, are back right yeah. and that he has another week to see more major league pitching no. that isn't the world champs and the other half the fucking of the Dodgers. NLCS. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I mean... It was and the already, other world bro, champs. It was already a tough go-ahead of it, and tonight's going to be a tough go-ahead of it with the Padres, who only fucking got better. It's going to be a tough go of it. Yeah. If you... <laughs> when you look at this... Combined with everything that's happened, and you microcosm it, it seems like everything is falling out. The world is over. But there is still so much baseball to be played. Yeah. And the second half of our season is so much easier. Yeah. But right now it fucking sucks. Yeah, but the, yeah, I mean, the it's second half of better. the season. Yeah, you, you're right. If you look at the schedule, I mean, it, it could not have been laid out worse for what we are. I'd rather play the Dodgers right now. Like, this was the time to play them and to take advantage of a situation. But instead, boy, howdy. Nope, you're also down and out and in the dumps. And yeah. uh, you made the Guardians look like world beaters in question. Are they for real? And then they went out to San Francisco and people were like, oh, they aren't. They're not for real. No. Dude, that team is a fucking joke. The entire division outside of the White Sox is going to be bad. Yeah. All of the teams are under 500, yeah. except for the White Sox. The, Twinkie, is, the again, Twinkies early. are fun. They hit seven home runs the other They'll day. They'll be fun. But I'm like, not they're not. That. Yeah, no, but they're not. No, they're not world beaters. No, not at all. Um, Nick Lodolo didn't look good. Um, man, just piling it on. Which looked great in the first inning, second inning, walked a bunch of dudes, got in his head. That is what has happened to him before from what I have heard, and he will easily correct it. That was his scouting report anyway. Right, and once he's on, he's on. And we'll see what happens tonight. It's a good lineup. Against a really fucking good lineup. Bunch of lefties, too. Right. Bunch of fucking slick, swinging, left-handed bats. Yeah. Um, But I have hope 
because it's still Nick Lodolo. Sure, still, Lodolo's a stud. I'm not, yeah. not out on him after one start. What? Well, uh, speaking of uh, first start, second start, Hunter Green. Lights out again. Still gas. Yeah, still gas. 27 pitches tracked over 100 miles an hour. Just a major league record. No it, big deal. It was why he got a fucking ovation from Dodgers fans when they took him out. Yeah, local boy. Yeah. So you, you give him local that. boy, and then also it's like if you're a baseball fan at all, and you're a Dodgers fan, you lucky bitch, and you get to go to a game and you know what your lineup is, and then you see a 22 year old go out there and do that, yeah. you got to be like, yeah. No, nah, he looked good against the Dodgers, man. I mean, it's like yeah, he gave up two runs, but two runs in five innings against those people is. It's pretty top-notch, baby. Yeah. Yes, it is. Sorry, I'm trying to pull up the, the Hunter Green line itself, but my phone, my computer's being, being it is what it is. Yeah, man, I mean, five and a third, five hits, three runs, two of them earned six Ks, gave up a homer to tr- to, to ba- sweet baby boy Trey Turner, yeah. who turned on it, of course, but that guy has been on base for now 46 straight games. He's out of his mind playing to become the highest paid player in baseball. Trey Turner? Yeah. Yeah. There is no doubt in my mind that after the season, barring an injury, he will be the highest paid player in baseball. He's that good. He is that good. How how often do you get defense, speed, how like a five-tool like Trout that plays shortstop? Yeah. When have we seen a shortstop like this that can stay healthy? Like, Tulo was supposed to be this guy. Yeah, I mean, A-Rod. A-Rod, right. Yeah, that's about it. Isn't that insane? Yeah. I mean, that's the only... In, a mod- in, like, yeah, modern, in modern baseball, I'm sure. Saying, yeah. We we have it. Yeah. Like, he is a five... Yeah. Fuck. Good on him. And he took 100 over the left, left field wall. Yeah. 100 off of Hunter Green, which, like... That is must watch. That is much watch. Much must watch baseball for the entire country every five days now. Yeah, which it's crazy that oh, the eyes are on the Reds every five days, and we have Mike Moustakis starting as our third baseman. Yeah, he looks lost. Yeah, I mean Moose is a bench. He's he he grabs a seat. He he's, grabs. Yep. He's lost. It sucks that the highest played player on our team minus Joey can't find the field like yeah you don't got a spot for him no you cannot put him at third defensive liability every time the ball is hit that way and there's a grounder i am my hands are in my face and then his uh you know his saving grace which is the universal designated hitter guy's batting under 100 i mean sorry moose do we even look at it look at it i'm curious okay we're looking at it i'm curious What's he done in the last seven? <laughs> He's three for 24 with nine strikeouts and no walks. 125 across the line. Okay, dude, that is that Bad. is flirting with Aquino, dude. You struck out nine out of 24 times. Just not even and seen. And no walks, three hits. What's that on base? What's three out of 24 on base? Bro, that's what I'm saying. It's across the board, 125. 12%. Right. 12.5%. So... Uh, yeah, I mean, over the course over the course of fucking four games, you can expect him to go zero for three of them <laughs> with three strikeouts. This was the guy that we were like, you have to be like, he has to have a bounce back. Here. Oh, before the season, yeah, I mean, we were like, all right, this is 
we paid him four years, sixty-four for this year. Apparently, this you is know, it. this is the one year he gets. This is his window because he got hurt, and then the co- and COVID, and then he got hurt, and it's like all this shit. My heart goes out to Moose. Mine does but too. But at this point, right now, what is going on? You're not. You can't play for the Reds. I don't think he can play for anybody. No, no, he ain't a starter on the Orioles. But the problem is, is you can't fucking just eat the money. You're already doing that with Shogo. No, he's on our team. He's we. Yeah, have to play him because what's he? What's the? What's good in him just sitting there? You have to just keep giving him chance and chance again to figure it out. That's the only option you have, and it sucks. So how long do you run it before you just? Do you give it until Barrero comes back? Well, his contract ends in 2024. Next year. Because it's a four-year. Yeah. So he signed. So he had 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023. Yeah, that until the end of 2023 season. And then sayonara. Well, not like this is some crazy spicy take or whatever. And again, you're right. Because, I mean, when you're paying your guy that money, you want to run him out there. And in a lost season, you can especially do it. Sure. But, but, dude, 10 times out of 10, give me Lopez starting at third base. Dude, 10 times out of 10, you give me Farmer a third and Barrero at short. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, like, in the current state of the sure. world right now, with Barrero down with his hand, you got Farmer at short and you got Alejo Lopez at third base. You know who I am waiting for that I think is also going to be a game changer? And... Say I'm crazy. The legend? Donovan Solano. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Come yeah, yeah. on. The guy, when he gets back, I'm telling you, that's going to also help change the offense and put more people on base. And someone someone who's just going to get on, get him in, and get him, get him over, get him in. Like, just how this team is constructed was to be able to slap and get over. But when you don't have the pieces to the puzzle, you can't finish it. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard any updates recently um hold on um i haven't seen shit i'm checking twitter and everything right now sorry i'm pulling to jamie and i can't jamie can you find it and boy i can't be joe and jamie at the same time um updates looking up updates here i should have had it ready but i didn't have anything ready so it's a 10-day, so he should be back by now. How long is Donovan Solano out for? Now with a confirmed positive test is in line for 10, so he's out. Confirmed positive test of what, COVID? Did he have COVID? Jesus. No. I'm looking it up now to see. Oh, Jake Arietta retired. Huh? Rest in peace. R.I.P. You will not be missed. If you get COVID now, you're a bitch. Uh, he joined the team for the road trip. That's good. Doesn't mean he'll be activated this weekend, but he could return. I want to see Solano, man. I see yeah, I want to see Solano just for no other reason than to have something to look forward to. And something else at third base. Yeah, yeah, we need another option at that's third. The, that's, that's my other thing. Um, aside from that... Um, Santian had a mishap against the fucking Dodgers. Yeah. Aside from that, he's still been very good. Hunter oh, Strickland has had a, has had great. a hiccup, but that's just that's just the nature of being a reliever. Uh, Luis Sesa, very good. Diaz, very good. San Martin, very. Yeah, good. he looked good. Five innings pitched, two hits, no runs. Looks good. 
pitch into contact. Yep. So I think I've that, done that that opener move helped him. For sure. Because it let him be like, hey, man, we just need you to move forward. So you could throw other people out in front of him to keep that moving along. Um, and I don't hate that. Sure. It worked. I mean, if you just want to throw somebody out there to close the first inning, whatever you got to do. Whatever works to get you more innings out of this kid. Yeah, because Martin, Sam Martin, he can hurl it. I like his movement. I like Yeah. I like I mean I like him and Vlad. I kind of like they're they're a little bit of throwbacks where they're just kind of spot it. guys breaking it. Vlad's going like full on fucking Quato and like arm slot and changing the pace of the delivery and it, I mean he's like a Louis Tion old school almost. It's I can fuck with that. I like that. I like watching Vlad pitch. I yeah. like watching Sam Martin pitch. I do too. Oh, let's go to pitching. Reefer. Here we go. What was so wild is I just went to hitting and then pitcher, and it said, sorry, not available, yeah. unlike every other year the National League has existed. Um, I think he, he, I'm trying to remember his exact numbers. He wasn't dog shit against the, the, uh, the Dahers. He was not. It wasn't, it wasn't that bad. He didn't get like lit up. No. And I've got this son of a bitch. Um, I'm trying to find his last start. And where? No, that was like last seven. That's both that's both combined. It's gonna be in a box somewhere easily. I, I should have just been better and more prepared. Uh Alexis Diaz. Good thing he's working with his cousin Edwin, because he's yeah. looking a solid as well. Yeah, yeah. Alexis Diaz, good player. A nice little pickup there. Oh, he pitched uh, Jackie Robbins today. Got it pulled up. Four innings pitched, five hits, three earned. Not great. Three Ks. Not great. But again, it was those first three he looked great. Yeah. And then the Dodgers happened. Yeah, and then they're the Dodgers. It's the same thing that we're just going to keep they saying. Go the down and they're happen. the best hitters in the world, and then they go down in the tunnel in between innings and watch tape, Yeah. and then they the go iPad. up and crush them. Yep. Yeah, it'll be better. We'll see how tonight plays out. It'll be better. Lucas Sims will be back next week. Exciting. The end of this, he'll be back probably by the end Hype of this week. Hype for that. Hype for Georgia boy Lucas Sims to come back. Could put him back. That's another arm in the pen that could close games yep. and to put in high leverage situations. And another reason to give a fuck. Like, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to watch Lucas Sims come back and learn how to pitch without spider tech. Yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah, to I love Lucas. Let's, uh, let's, look into our, let's look into the future here. Shall we? Who we got? We come back home and we play the dreaded Cardinals. We've so, got... Well, don't jump too far ahead because we got three at San Diego to finish out this West Coast road trip. Um, and then we come back home Friday, Saturday, Sunday against the Cardinals at home. And then, uh, then we record on Monday. Yeah. And so how does that look? It's looking like two and four to me. Uh, and that you know, optimistically, it's looking like two and four. Two and four. Yeah, get one from each of them. I don't hate that. Get one from each of them. Yep. Not like the Cardinals are some. Fu- I mean, but they they're looking good. Uh, I mean, the, Nolan Arenado is on fucking. Yeah, fire. in the first iteration of the power rankings, and sure, those are just fairly arbitrary, and they change every time. But Cardinals top ten team. Milwaukee's out of that. Um, yeah, Milwaukee hasn't looked like world beaters. No, not at all. And watching those two play each other, I was popping in and out of out of the 
I was popping in and out of each game from the series, they're fairly matched. And the Cardinals are only going to get better when Flaherty gets back. Yes, dude. And, um, and then they'll find another fucking Tommy Edmond. And there's only so much you double can, a. There's only so much figuring it out that you can get with Arenado and Goldschmidt on your corners. I mean, those are two top ten hitters. And you have Tyler O'Neill. Yeah. Harrison Dater and Dylan Carlson in your outfield. Who all carry big sticks. And Pujols watch. 20 home runs away from 700. Fucking he got him one. yoked it yesterday. Yeah, 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 dude. That's sick. Oh, you hit one another one yesterday? Yeah. So 19 home runs away. 19 home runs away from 700. That would be super cool to see a guy who probably did steroids but never got caught. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like a clean, yeah. Go back and watch some old, like, yeah. early 2000s Pujols. You're he, like, oh, yeah, he's not on steroids. At all. He's He looks like an action figure. Yeah, he he yeah he looks like a G.I. Have you... Joe said. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen uh, some of the shit going around? Steroid era got trending on baseball Twitter a couple days ago. Yeah. And it was showing these old Mark McGuire, like, locker room interviews where he's just sitting there without a shirt on. Dude. Tra- track marks everywhere. Bodybuilder. Oh yeah, like the mo- the swollest baseball player I've ever seen. Like he looked so crazy. <laughs> his shoulders were like that. No, oh yeah, they couldn't even move. His shoulders went above his ears. Dude, his traps were a neck brace. There were these like these little short clips from the '98 home run derby. He's hitting home runs 500 feet off of one leg. Yeah, but then guess like who spinning around? It's it was so sick. And then Junior beat him with the sweetest swing. Yeah, the best swing ever. The best swing. I'm also looking a little bit more into our crystal ball to look into the future, and there is some relief coming after this Cardinals series. Yeah, we get to play Pittsburgh. We are at Colorado for three, and then at Milwaukee for three. Uh, to start off May, followed by a four spot at home. A little the Saturday doubleheader. Yeah, a little Saturday matinee, baby. With oh, how about this? A six forty start with a Joey Votto Jedi bobblehead. It's pretty cool. That'll get me to the ballpark. Pretty cool. Um, and then very exciting May 9th. Monday night, bark in the park. Oh yeah, Rosie's first game. Rosie's first game. Cool, and we're playing the Brewers. By the way, Trevor got yeah. lights out this season, dude, crushing it. Lights out this season. Three appearances. He went two innings the other night. They threw him out there for fucking six outs. He is yet to give up a run. He's got six Ks, one walk. He's killing electric. It. Yeah, so far so good for old T Gotti. All right, let's round third and head for home. Shall we? Uh, I will be this weekend at Mason City Limits Comedy Dude, I'm, Club. I'm stoked to see hear about that. I'm very excited. I'm excited to see. That's up in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Mason City. Fucking Mason City, Illinois. I guess Who that thought? makes sense. Uh, Friday, Saturday, shows at 7.30. Get your tickets. If you're if you're in Reds Nation and you're listening to this, come on out to a show. And you would know. Oh, yeah. And you would know that he'll buy you a beer. I'll buy you a beer. I'll fucking buy That's you anywhere, beer. right? Not necessarily That's at a Reds game. Literally anywhere. Downtown, Mason City. If I don't know you, I broke the rule for Jordy. I don't know you, and you say I listen to the podcast. I buy you a beer. Yeah, do it. It's not. It's not hard. It's not complicated. I'll buy you a fucking beer. Um, and then uh, after that, we have Tuesday the 
26th, you and I will be doing our JFL thing. At Go Bananas Comedy Club. Very exciting. Please come to that. And then May 3rd, the first Five Points Park show. Fuck yeah, I just uh, came here from Fireside Pizza. It's the best. Yeah, went and got some writing done, had a bourbon, and ate half of a white pie. Ooh, white pie's good. So good. Did Mozzarella, you... olive oil, red pepper flakes. It's all day. Add the Italian sausage. Ooh, add a little Italian sauce. Oh, yeah. Okay, there you go. Duly noted. Um, this Thursday, I'm at in, uh, Indianapolis Helium. Friday, Saturday, I'm at Go Bananas Comedy Club. Sunday, I'm at the Bardstown in Louisville. This week. And then Tuesday, me and Bill, just for laughing. Just for ha <laughs> Just for ha <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And, Routine. Yeah, and right before the podcast started, I got a text uh, confirming Brouhaha is on this year. Yeah! <laughs> Brouhaha is on this year. Pretty sure it'll be the same weekend. Third. Which is like 24 through 26, typically. But, it, you know, it's third weekend in, in August, which would be... Uh, I'm out of town. Okay, there you go. Where are you? Seattle, Vancouver, and Portland. Arriba. Let's do it. Well, we don't know if it's the third weekend in August, so it's take it's been taken over by a new group. Good. Yeah. Make it later. Yeah, for sure. We're That's right what on. we got, baby. Come watch us tell jokes. Watch us tell jokes instead of watching one on TV. <laughs> That was, pretty, that was pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> it's almost like we're professionals. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, so thank you to Sports Strength. Thank you to Athletic Greens. Thank you to ColorCast. Thank you for listening and sticking through us with these tar- these trying times. Yes. Um, and thank you for doing the pod. Thank you, Every baby. week. And Love you, you know man. what? If they do what... You know what? They could be assholes. They could be shitty. We'll still always have this. We still love the Reds. We still love the Reds. And I love you. And we're going to make it through. I love you too, Bill. <laughs> so as always, go Red Likes. Bill Castellini, suck my balls. And stay nasty. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply.
Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts.